Showtime! At the third stroke, it will be three. Look at this clean arm. Fax yourself to me, Nana. I was petrified I'd end up rotting in a prison. Welcome to the Christian O'Connell Breakfast Show, Melbourne's Gold 104.3. Hey, good morning. It's the Christian O'Connell Breakfast Show. Nice to be back. Good morning, Jack Post. Good morning, Christian. Doesn't it feel like we're in the movie The Hangover and since your party or your wife's 50th on Saturday night, everybody's just starting to wake up. You wrecked your back. The house is trash. Petrina Jones has tonsillitis. She's, she's still off. That party killed the show. <laughs> Two-thirds of the show's been wiped out with a party round at mine on Saturday night. And the thing you need to know is it was a proper house party. You know, often you go around to people's houses and it's it's a kind of... Everyone's quite well behaved and it's full of just crunching small talk. There was something in the atmosphere Saturday night and I don't know whether it's because everyone had dressed up as a dead celebrity, so it's a bit easier to lose yourself yep. as a character. There's none of this awful, how do you know Christian or Sarah? <laughs> and I work on his show. And you go to, the kid goes to school. It was, oh, there's another Freddie over there. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. you've come as, right. And, and so it was a, an icebreaker straight away. And then the drinking. I mean, there was a lot of alcohol there. We spent a lot of money on making sure there's nothing worse at a house party uh, if you're going to invite people around, you've got to make sure there's enough booze. And uh, we'd made these cocktails, Cosmopolitans. When you make homemade cocktails, it's not exactly behind-the-bar industrial measures. You end up always pouring more in. How many times have you uh, had a terrible night drinking someone's homemade punch or sangria where <laughs> you could just smell yeah. the vapors before you even taste it? Like, <laughs> booze just coming through the air. Well, you guys have enough booze at, still at your house, I imagine, to have oh. another party for the every night for the rest of the year. You had so much. There was, I, I'll like, say this now, too much. Yes. And too much means too much temptation. I'm talking about black Zambuca. Three bottles of that. Three bottles of that was seen off. Champagne cocktails, Cosmopolitans, then the beer, then the wine. The house is wrecked. I mean, like like our kids had had a party. Yeah. Um, absolutely trash. Well, it did turn, it turned into like the co- a college party you would see in an American film. <laughs> it really got messy. No, it did. Because at one point, around about sort of half ten, Chris, Patsy's husband, who is a wild man. Yep. I mean, he literally transformed into Frank the Tank from old school. <laughs> right? And he goes at one point, do you want me to, um, shall we start doing beer bongs now? And I don't know why. I went to look at my watch. And I wasn't wearing my watch. Like I don't even know why I'd be looking at my watch. Going, I've got an 11 o'clock appointment. I've got, <laughs> yeah, got half can't. an hour. Can we do it now? Otherwise, not at all. And so I said, oh, look, I haven't actually bought one. I just said that to Patsy as a joke. He goes, all I need is a, a length of hose. I went, well, uh, we've just had the garden turf. Don't we? we need the hose. I need to water it every <laughs> the day. The kinkless hose. The I mean, it's famous hose. on the show. And he said, I'll buy you a new hose. I went, okay. So we got, he says, uh, I need some scissors. So we had to go around the side of my house. And uh, the rest of the party's carrying on indoors, right? And it's a bit damp and wet on Saturday night, so there's rain coming down. I'm there with Chris, who's supposed to be Dean Martin. I'm supposed to be Prince, but look more like Captain Hook. I look nothing <laughs> like Prince. You could gr- g- uh, grab an average guy in the street. He, th- that person would look more like Prince than I did. So we're down the side of the house with a pair of kitchen scissors. I don't know if you've ever tried to cut a thick, kinkless uh, Bunnings hose with a pair of kitchen scissors. It took forever. And you had to cut it twice. So he needed like He took it really seriously. Then 
Then Chris took his jacket off. <laughs> yes, you know, that's when he got serious. Yeah, that's when he got serious. <laughs> and there was always that very confident kid at school, right, that ran everything, right. That suddenly was Chris, and they always had an assistant, didn't they, like a henchman? And that was my big mate, Brett, who's from Queensland. And I said, hey, listen, uh, I'm not sure how these beer bongs work, but uh, this is Chris. He's come as Dean Martin. Uh, this is Brett. He's come as a kind of Michael Hutchins, but doesn't look any. He didn't look nice. I didn't like Hutch, did he? He looked like Hutch if he was still alive now and had been homeless for 10 years. He looked like Howard Stern. <laughs> so... He then became Chris's henchman, and then one of them was on a chair, and how easily entertained are we that people started to come out into the garden to see watch guys doing beer bombs? Well, it attracted the whole party. Then yes. the whole party it lit, yep. shifted to a new gear, and then it moved out onto the deck, where one by one, everybody did a beer bong. No one planned to have no. done them on the night. No. Imagine if I said to my wife, look, I know you don't like the, co- the coffin idea being there. It's too dark. What about beer bongs? You're going, that is awful, Chris. That is really crass and cheap. People aren't going to do. They're grown-ups, Chris. Okay, the professional people. They're not going to be queuing up to do beer bongs and then cheering on other people doing beer bongs. Yep. yep. My wife has footage on her phone of Sarah O'Connell doing a beer bong. Sorry, on Saturday do you mean night. it was not also a good look for Audrey Hepburn <laughs> for doing a beer bong as well? It's disrespectful. The Christian O'Connell Breakfast Show, Melbourne's Gold One Hundred Four Point Three. Full disclaimer as well. I am this morning on very, very strong industrial strength painkillers. So if the show is a little bit sketchy at times, I want to apologise now. Just remember, I am high right now on very, very strong painkillers. It took me five minutes just to get into producer Brad's car today, and getting out was a mammoth effort as well. Um, But the drugs are helping. Now, what do you think? Because on Friday's show, we were asking listeners' ideas for the songs for my playlist. Okay? And I'd hired in speakers for the music, and I was very pleased to see that... Everyone danced all night in the in the kitchen. Top compliments, definitely, to the playlist and to the main curator, which was you. Because it is, it's no easy feat to keep everybody on the dance floor for a whole night. Usually, <laughs> it comes and goes in waves. But you, to your credit, everybody was there pretty much a hundred percent of the time. And I just want to, I just want to acknowledge you. The amazing, there were three Freddie Mercury's there. Two as sort of live aid, Freddie. Yep. You know the classic white singlet, the jeans, the tash, that look. And uh, you and Leon, uh, the two battling Freddies, you actually came into work on Saturday, borrowed a microphone from this radio station, <laughs> and, and he, the microphone. You know how Freddie used stand, the top of a microphone yeah, stand. There were no, there were no shows on Sunday because no one could find the <laughs> microphone. Jack forgot to bring it until Monday. Um, and uh, Leon uh, obviously doesn't have access to a to a radio station in Mel- Melbourne, right? He just all could find on Saturday was uh, some uh, some uh, op shop where he went in there and they had a walking stick he taped a child's sort of toy microphone to his Freddie was let down by that by that outfit yeah by the, by the toy microphone but the live Freddie off to we will rock you between the pair of you was very good the only thing that let it down is he 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 started to break dance and Freddie wouldn't do that. No. See, I had watched Live Aid that day. I actually so, watched the So would he. <laughs> did you really? No, I swear to God. And he started showing me how he'd, he'd even perfected. Freddie does this thing with his knee where he flexes his front knee and then locks it out when he does the fist pump. And he'd been working on that all day. And I said, Jack's also been watching Live Aid today yeah. as well. So when any Queen song came on, there was this weird bit of hierarchy where we were trying to <laughs> both be at the front. Two but peacocks. Also- <laughs> both of them were, I'm Freddie. Yeah, don't forget about this, Freddie. Even if you were our 
off chatting to somebody, you'd make you want to dance or go, hey, no, 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 there's another Freddy here. You're not the only Freddy. They were battling Freddies. There needs to be a reality show. Forget the masked singer. It needs to be the masked Freddy. And it, I thought it was great that you had essentially lined up a song for every different character at the party. So everybody got a turn to like get in the middle of the dance floor and really show off. My, there's two qualms I have with the Please, playlist. Otherwise, otherwise it's perfect. As a DJ, you should know the importance of the crossfade. So one song's finishing oh, and then another no. song is starting no. so that the dance floor no. never hears silence. I'm afraid that uh, by the time you uh, expect me to have any kind of finesse with crossfades, I'd already had a belly full of Zambuca, Cosmopolitan, Champagne cocktails, Peroni beer, and it now moved on to red wine. Forget it. So it's one of those dance floors that you don't find yourself on often where a song stops and then there's a two-second breather plus, while we you wait. you say dance floor, we're in my kitchen. <laughs> there's a two-second pause while we wait for the next song. Well, I was using my laptop. I didn't have, like, turntables. Yeah. There was a laptop with Spotify on. And that's, and which was my second problem. There was... It was too easy access to the playlist. And right. by the end of the night, after 11 o'clock, everybody knew it was there. So songs would play for 20, 30 seconds and they would be like, all right, are we happy? That's Don't Stop Believing. <laughs> Next song, Twist and Shout. <laughs> we must have got through 400 songs in an hour. Yeah, no, there was at one point I went to the toilet and that left the playlist <laughs> unattended. It was like midnight. It was like a feeding frenzy there. And my wife started knocking on the toilet door going, Chris, Chris, can you come out of there as quickly as possible? Someone is playing Come On Eileen. You know how much I hate that song. <laughs> she came up and told me the same thing. <laughs> what? She <laughs> says, there's two songs I hate, Love Shack and Come On Eileen, and I won't have them at my party. Right. <laughs> the, even the next day when she was going, Chris, you work so hard for the party. Went, how the hell did Love Shack go on the plane? I went, I had to go to the toilet at some point. The Christian O'Connell Breakfast Show, Melbourne's Gold 104.3.